FM 96.1. AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. There's been a few times on the show in which my intro might feel a little slightly inappropriate, but you know what, tonight I'm not actually sure. Because uh, my explosions of dynamite in the intro to the show uh, is kind of metaphorical. And in some ways, so were the suspicious packages that were left today, which was breaking news this morning. Hey, what? Uh, I'm happy to have you guys with me. It's always an honor to have you share this time with me, particularly as we are so close to monumental midterm elections so much breaking news, and I know that you guys have a lot of different choices and options uh, to get your news and your opinion, and it truly is an honor to have you share this time with me every night here from 6 to 7 p.m. on FM 96.1, AM 1170, theanswersandiego.com. And of course, I really want to hear from you guys tonight. What effect do you think that this will have on the midterm elections? 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. And speaking of it being an honor to share the time, it's always an honor to have the man, the myth, the legend. Hey, he's for real. He's not metaphorical. He really is DJ Carrot Sticks. Carrots? Carrots? Who, what, where, when, who, where, where, what, where, who, when? That's how I feel about these packages. Who, what, when, where, who? who? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, let's get some details before we just go all day long assigning hashtags, blaming President Trump, and blaming his Make America Great Again slogan. What in the world does Make America Great Again have to do with these, these suspicious packages? Uh, we've got a great lineup of guests uh, here tonight uh, to share this uh, story and to break it down for us. We've got Jen Kearns, my buddy, who does a lot of media, and she's actually uh, was on her way to CNN this morning to do one of her regular hits uh, when uh, she couldn't get in the building because uh, there was the suspicious packages outside. She's going to be here to answer uh, what that was like and then uh, tell us about that. We've got Don Jans who's going to be here, who's going to talk about, uh, he was already scheduled to be on here tonight, to talk about desperation going into the midterms and that and what hasn't worked so far. He literally wrote this blog post before the suspicious packages today in which he was talking about desperate times calling for desperate measures, the desper- the desperation play already was in Kavanaugh. That didn't work. Then we had the caravan on its way here. And then this morning we had the suspicious packages. So he's going to be here in a little bit to talk about whether or not this is uh, another uh, desperation play, another desperate attempt. And then, of course, the, speaking of a man and a legend. He just walked in. He's going to be here a little bit later on the show. I already had Al Arias scheduled to be here. If he if he didn't show up this week, I was just going to have DJ Carrot Sticks impersonate him. Uh, he's going to be here a little later on the show to talk about taxes and the impact on the midterms. And another top story of drudge today is what's happening with the housing market. So my girl, Julie Mills Brennan, is going to be here uh, to talk about that because as we go into the midterms, one of the biggest issues in San Diego and in California is housing and the cost of housing. So she's going to be here. Uh, But first things first, uh, when I woke this morning to the reports of suspicious packages, the first thing I thought of was, and I put it on Facebook, I'm suspicious of the suspicious packages. 
And those of you who know me well know that I am not one. I am never one. Yes, I may love my true crime stories. I may love my Lifetime Movie Network movies based upon true crime stories. But y'all know that I do not typically or at all subscribe to conspiracy theories. I don't follow Q. I am a pragmatic, evidence-based person. And I, I would, which is why instead of following Q, I follow Judge Judy. And, and Judge Judy has some absolute wisdom that she follows in the courtroom and outside when cases are brought to her. And one of the first things that she says is, if it doesn't make sense, it's not true. And she's always incredibly suspicious of anybody who comes forward with stories. And I am not going to suspend my curiosity, which is what we are expected to do. I, it, it, and, I, and as I was, one of the, and neither did so many other people. And immediately, the suspicions mounted, even before we got inside some of the details of what happened today. And, I, and, and let me make it clear. I don't know who sent these packages. I don't know the identity or identities of who sent it, but I do know what we don't know, and that's who sent these packages. So why is it? Was there, there's a pattern of behavior involved here at many levels. There's a pattern of behavior, first and foremost, to automatically, anytime there is some type of attempted terrorist attack or a terrorist attack, a mass shooting or whatever, initially, there's always a rush to blame Republicans and conservatives. Bodies were bleeding out on the street at the end of the Boston Marathon when the mainstream media was pushing to blame conservatives and Southern conservatives because pressure cookers were used. So clearly, it must be some conservative Southern wacko who cooked a pot of red beans and rice. There's always a rush to blame conservatives, and that's what's at play here. There's also a pattern of behavior, and one reason, one of the reasons why people began to be suspicious, because when you look at the overall patterns of behavior, and in a court of law, and granted, I'm not a comma JD, but I do follow my, my Judge Judy, there's patterns of behavior, and sometimes judges don't allow patterns of behavior to be admitted as evidence, and sometimes they do. But, and, and there's, but patterns of behavior are very telling. And that's one reason why they wanted all these, these accusations that were unverified and unsubstantiated to be brought in against Kavadon. You even had the reporter from the New Yorker piece say, well, we knew it was uncooperated, but we wanted to establish a pattern of behavior. You've got to look at the pattern of behavior in terms of who is most likely. We don't know who did it. And until we do, we've got a right to be suspicious. But, but as we're evaluating it, we can't help but look at a pattern of behavior that is involved here. When you've got two parties, the, the, the rush is that we are also all obliged to uh, uh, glom onto and join the bandwagon to push the narrative that now, see, uh, you know, it's on both sides. Because the targets today were Democrats and Democrat officials, the obvious conclusion is, is drawn, rushed to judgment, that it was a Republican or conservatives involved. And therefore, all of us Republicans and conservatives are now obligated to change the narrative about the party of mobs and the party of violence to now say, see, it's on both sides. But we don't have any evidence to support that. But if, and if you're going to look at a pattern of behavior, if you're going to start assuming who could be behind this, you got to look at the pattern of behavior. The fact that who has, who recently sent rice and deliveries, who was on the receiving end of rice and deliveries, Republicans, who was, and not, let's look at the pattern of behavior that's not anonymous. It was not anonymous for a former first lady of the United States to call for incivility. It was not anonymous when a former attorney general said, when, when they go low, we kick. It was not anonymous when we had mobs 
attacking, throwing eggs and attacking Trump supporters at rallies. It has not been anonymous when we had lefties attacking conservative speakers at colleges. It has not been anonymous when we had Maxine Waters and other elected officials call for for mobs to surround and harass and attack conservatives. And whoever is behind this today, even if it does turn out to be a Republican or conservative, does not negate those other actions. So even if it turns out to be a Republican or Republicans, you still got to look at the pattern and the weight here. Mobs, not jobs. And you got to also look at who, st- who stood to gain here. Because the people on the list were interestingly convenient. I mean, why would anybody right now when the Republicans are winning decide to send a package to Debbie Wasserman Schultz or Eric Holder? Who's, who, who's been thinking, who's been thinking uh, uh, about, you know, Eric Holder? None of these people pose a threat to the Republicans. You know what, but you know what was posing a real threat to the Democrats? Their own pattern of behavior of violence. And mobs, not jobs, was winning the day. Mobs, not jobs, was working. We just talked about it last night. So I'm still not going, going to sit here and say that it, that it is the Democrats that did this or a Democrat that did this. But you, I am not going to jump on the bandwagon that so many conservatives did today, feeling obligated to say, I denounce this on behalf of conservatives. Because you know what? There's no evidence at this point the conservatives were behind this. Um, do I, it looks like I have a caller on the line who wants to chime in with a theory. We've got a, oh, Candyman Tom. Hey, Candyman Tom. Welcome to the Andrea K show. We got about a minute, my friend. What's your theory? Okay. It'll be fast. It could have been a conservative, but a very disgruntled conservative, one that is sick of what's going on, you know, the restaurants and everything else. None of these bombs worked. I think it was a message sent stating we know where you are. We know where you're li- you live. We're sick of your rhetoric. And I re- either that or it is the Democrats, and the- all they're trying to do is uh, send the message and get people to think that we're evil people again. Which well, I think what it what it if it were, were the Democrats, it certainly changed the narrative from mobs where they were the party so of they, yeah they were they were the party of, of violence and now everybody's got to say see it's on both sides so it completely sucked the wind out of that and then it also made Hillary Clinton this is this is this is the benefit to the Democrats if it ends up uh, proving a Republican it made Hillary Clinton who's been all day every day in the media being quoted as being one inciting violence now she's a victim. So there was a lot of different ways that the Democrats, it also, if it was Republicans against Democrats, it also conveniently took attention away from the seven to 10,000 invaders that were on their way here on the back of 18-wheeler trucks. So the Democrats clearly had a lot more of reasons to do this than any Republican or conservative. That music means I'm up against a break. Thanks for calling in, Tom, Candyman Tom. And uh, w- when we come back, we're going to hear from Jen Kearns, who was actually on her way to CNN this morning when she rolled up and saw the FBI and everybody else and the bedlam that had broken out. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Ow. Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. 
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego, The Answer. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass a refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. Attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center is ready to serve your estate planning needs with a powerful and ironclad living trust package. A comprehensive living trust avoids probate, protects your beneficiaries, and saves time and money. The process to obtain a living trust package should be simple and affordable. Do not be misled into thinking a high price means a better living trust. Attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center will perform a free, personalized evaluation of your estate and match you with the correct living trust package at a great price, backed by a low price guarantee. You've worked hard to acquire a home and build wealth over the years, and now is your time to protect and preserve your estate. The last thing you want your heirs to deal with is a costly and prolonged probate proceeding after you've passed away. A living trust is the optimum estate planning tool and will bring you peace of mind. Go to SanteeLegalCenter.com for more information or email radio at SanteeLegalCenter.com. Do it today and rest easy tomorrow. That's SanteeLegalCenter.com. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. 888-344-1170. I'm curious if you guys think that uh, the 
suspicious packages today, what your suspicions are about those and whether or not you think it will have an impact on the midterms, and if so, what will it be? Um, I'm glad to have my next guest with me, my buddy Jen Kern. She was on her way to the CNN studios when she rolled up and saw Bedlam had broken loose. Hey, Jen, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, Andrea, good to be with you. Hey, so uh, tell me uh, what your thoughts on it. What, first of all, what was it like to roll up and see that going down? Your heart must have been in your shoes. And then uh, your thoughts as, as, the, as the day rolled out. Well, you know, it was interesting this morning. My assistant Stephanie and I were on our way over to CNN uh, to do some CNN headline news, as we do there. We go into the belly of that beast and fight the good conservative fight. And uh, almost at the end of our trip, about two blocks away from CNN, I received a phone call from CNN saying that the driver would need to drop us off where we were a couple of blocks away because there was some sort of bomb threat. So at that point, they thought it was just, you know, some threat that had been phoned in. And no sooner did I hang up and we were about to exit the vehicle, uh, CNN actually called back and said, uh, actually, don't come to the building at all. Uh, we're in the process of evacuating. So, um, yeah, it was, it was definitely surreal to be sort of in the middle of that. I immediately uh, told the driver to, to then take a left and drive away from the building, uh, you know, because the word bomb had been used. You know, mm-hmm. you think of uh, I'm a child of Oklahoma City. Uh, yeah. When I think of a bomb, I think of some, you know, gigantic massive explosion, you know, the size of the Oklahoma City bombing or the 9-11 attacks. Um, so it's interesting, you know, uh, the the packages, you know, are suspicious indeed. It'll be interesting to see who is behind it. And I think they'll they'll be able to apprehend someone fairly quickly. Uh, but as I listened to your opener there of the show, I, I think you're spot on. You know, we have had Hillary Clinton today coming out to the lectern mm-hmm. uh, to lecture us about how we need we need to return to civility. <laughs> and we're so divided. You know, it was Hillary Clinton a week ago mm-hmm. that said there would be no peace, there mm-hmm. would be no civility until they get back in power. Mm-hmm. And it was Eric Holder, former Obama advisor, uh, who I believe is still advising Obama and probably Hillary, um, that uh, when Republicans go low, we kick them. We yeah. kick them. And, uh, you know, that that was his take on civility. Uh, it was actually Rahm Emanuel, and I've traced this back a bit, uh, writing for The Hill over the last couple of years. Uh, you can actually trace the incivility back to Rahm Emanuel, who was an advisor to a candidate at the time for President Barack Obama, who said, uh, when, when we come together with Republicans, uh, he wasn't talking about terrorists. He was talking about going to war against Republicans. And he said, we bring a gun to a knife fight. Yes. We bring a gun to a knife fight. Think about that for a moment. And, and you know, the list goes on and on, as you said. Um, it was a year ago. We saw a lifelong Democrat, liberal Democrat, come to a baseball field to slaughter mm-hmm. in mass members of Congress who he disagreed with politically. So time and time again, the list here, uh, it's been Democrats who've been inciting violence. You mentioned others, Maxine Waters, Cory Booker, you name it. Uh, The list goes on Mm -hmm. and on. So before anyone dares to lecture anyone in the GOP or President Trump on stage tonight at that rally about civility in this country, they need to take a good look in the mirror. Absolutely. In fact, here's another scenario. Uh, Let's say it's it's, it's a Republican who did it. Somebody could argue the fact that, well, maybe a Republican targeted Hillary Clinton because she went out and said, let me let me rephrase it in another way. If a Republican former first lady or a Republican former attorney general came out a week or so ago and made the statements that Eric Holder and Hillary Clinton did, and then a bomb showed up at their door, the left would say, 
say that it was their fault because they called for incivility. Yeah. They would be blamed for it. Yeah. No, the, the other side wouldn't be blamed, blamed for it today. Shame on the left or anybody uh, tweeting out today, uh, MAGA bomber. Because you know what? We have no idea at this point who was behind this. What we do know is that we don't know who was behind it. And, you know, it's just as easy. We could just as easily be doing a hashtag Obama bomber and blame Obama for it or Eric Holder bomber and blame Eric Holder or, or Hillary Clinton or any of the other rep- – or as a former NYPD agent, Pat, Pat Brosnan, came out today. He told Dana Perino, we have not seen in New York City this level of A, coordinated attack, and B, with this type of device since, guess what, since the Weather Underground, which was run by Bill Ayers and his partner Bernadine, uh, who were great advisors to Barack Obama. What does that tell you about the type of attack and the device used, that is from a former NYPD agent, Pat Brosnan. He also said we haven't seen this since Fallen. The uh, FALN terror group was also in New York running around laying bombs. And guess who pardoned them? It was, Hil- it was Hillary Clinton's husband, mm-hmm. Bill Clinton, who pardoned uh, that terror group. So, again, we don't know who this is. It could very well be some, some kook uh, out there, some loner, maybe a conservative. Who knows? We don't know that yet. But, boy, the, the similarities here, according to law enforcement, certainly do look like other attacks in the past that have happened at the hands of, of those liberals. Well, I'm glad you brought up all that because it goes into another point that I made, which is you have to look at patterns of behavior. That's what detectives look at, the patterns of behavior brought into court of law. They wanted to establish patterns of behavior against Kavanaugh. And if we were, are to look at the patterns of behavior in terms of the left versus the right and draw, try to draw conclusions since we don't know who did it, you'd have to say that they, based upon patterns of behavior, if we were to rush to, to a judgment, which nobody should be doing right now, but since the left is, if we look at patterns of behavior, we would have to conclude that it's more likely than not that it's Democrats at this point. Jen, I wish I had more time with you, um, but I thank you for calling in, and I'm glad that you are safe so continue hey, to stay safe so my friend. stay safe there all right take good care all right now uh my buddy um i i think i mentioned uh uh i think do we have uh dj carrot stick yeah don jans is waiting on the line it's interesting i mentioned him before he, he had already written a blog post about the de- desperation on the part of the left and desperation calling for de- uh, desperate measures and he wrote a blog post about kavanaugh and about the caravan and uh then he had to amend that blog post to add in the possibility of a desperate play in the form of these bonds these bomb or possible bombs hey don jans welcome back to the show hi andrea all right so uh yeah um desperate times call for desperate measures uh we don't know who was behind it but we certainly know that the republicans didn't have didn't have anything to gain from this did they no no absolutely not but but the um, Marxists thought that they were in great shape when they pulled all of a sudden this letter out in the Kavanaugh situation. And uh, this letter they'd had for a long time, and all of a sudden Feinstein happens to find it, and it's leaked. And and now, oh, this is certainly going to um, prevent Kavanaugh from being confirmed. Plus, it's really going to swing the election in our favor, and we are certain to have this blue wave anyway. It didn't work. It didn't work. And th- things started to change. Then all of a sudden, we have this caravan. And all that's certainly going to swing the American people with compassion. And all of a sudden, didn't work. Mm-hmm. In fact, do you know that Ellison, now there are other things involved in this. I saw where Ellison is down 46 to 35. Really? That's interesting. Yes. 
Now, that's for Attorney uh, General I, to remind everybody because running to replace him is the uh, congressional uh, lady, uh, congressional candidate who's married to her brother. But anyway, go on. So, so all of a sudden, we have we have all of these things that the that the Marxists were absolutely positive would would bring on the tsunami, the blue wave. And every time I pick up a newspaper, I read where another Senate seat looks like it's swinging. Hyde Camp, of course, is gone. Um, she's out of the picture now. Um, we look down in, in, in Arizona, and that's swinging very nicely. Nevada's swinging. Uh, what a handful and in a thumb show up for. Barack Obama in Nevada to hear him speak, and they're desperate. And when we look at what communists do when they get desperate, they pull out all stops, socialists, collectivists. Mm -hmm. They pull out all stops. And when we look at this situation, Andrea, it it rings of something like Hitler burning down the livestock. How does somebody go out and find these addresses? Yeah. And there's something else. There's something else I wanted to point out uh, that uh, that a bomb expert uh, posted on Twitter. His name was Tom Sauer, and he was all over the news today. Uh, He's a former Navy uh, uh, Academy graduate and commander uh, specialist in Navy Explosive Ordnance Disposal Unit. And he says that uh, the the way that these things, these pipe bombs, the way that they, they're not proper pipe bombs, and they were suspicious to him just in the way that they were put together, and that the, this is looking to him like hoax devices. Um, so, you know, I, I, I don't know if the term hoax devices, they, I, they're suspicious in part, not just by the way they're put together, but also uh, in, in the part that none of them detonated anywhere. And, just, and one, they were found, one, a couple were found in the post offices, um, but they had not their the the postal markings had not been put through. So then there was questions about they were inside job. Would would Marxists actually do hoax devices, or if the, no. like okay, would they do hoax devices, or would they actually do devices meant to actually detonate? Oh, they would have uh, in in um, Lenin, um, Castro, Mao. Um, they would have done they would have done bombs to detonate. Okay. But remember. Uh, they they were they it was different. They weren't swinging with your Amer- or with the American public at that time. These apparently, first of all, how do you get these addresses? Mm-hmm. Second of all, nothing nothing exploded. Nobody was ever even close to being in danger. Right. So that's what that's what you would want. Mm-hmm. But but it will bring it will have this should have this huge uproar and all these horrible 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 Republicans. Look what they're doing, and all of a sudden, the uh, popular opinion is going to start swinging back. So all of a sudden, you can at least, at least hold on, or maybe get the, uh, maybe get the, the, house. the house. Yeah, that's that's yeah. got to be the play. Um, they're just, it just, it, you know, it's like Judge Judy says, if it doesn't make sense, it's not true, and it's just not ringing true. And I'm, and I'm not the only one suspicious. You know, this is not just conspiracy theorists today who said, you know what, this just isn't adding up. All the details, it just, it's. I, I th- said this morning, this is, smells more like stink bombs to me. These are stink bombs meant to, meant to uh, distract from everything else and to, and to sh- shift public opinion. Mobs, not jobs, was working. They had to do something to stem the bleeding of Hillary Clinton calling for. Civility on national TV, and Eric Holder calling Holder calling for kicking Republicans, and Maxine Waters, who coincidentally had one show up at her office today. I said to DJ Carrot Sticks, uh, <laughs> somebody fingerprint for her on on those boxes, and we oh, and then we also had uh, 
uh, false alarm here in San Diego at Kamala Harris's office today in the Union yes. Tribune. I think there were probably Amazon deliveries outside and somebody acted like it was, you know, a, a major threat. So um, anyway, I, I, you know, I, I, we don't know who did it, but we but that means that we don't know. And so uh, the rush today to blame Republicans adds to the suspicions. Don Jan's got to leave it there. Thank you for um, how can people read your blog post, by the way? It was a really great one. Go, go to My Grandchildren's America, uh, www.mygrandchildrensamerica.com, or just go on to any search engine and search my name, Don Jans, J-A-N-S, and it will take you to the website. Well, Don, and when you're on the website, uh-huh. up in the left-hand corner, click menu and you'll see Don Jans' blog, J-A-N-S. Well, thank you so much uh, for the great work that you do. John, uh, Don Jans wrote a great book called The Road to Tyranny, and we got to understand that, that they, there is no extreme that they will not go to to gain control over our government in order to transform us from a constitutional republic to their Marxist utopia. Make no mistake about it. Thank you, Don, for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you, Andrea. All right. We'd still love to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. If you've got a theory, comment you want to make, or if you want to give me a chime in on whether or not what impact you think this might have on the midterms. Hey, don't forget, yes, on 6 rally tomorrow, this story's kind of overtaking everything, but you know what? We have midterms coming up that involve some really important ballot initiatives here in San Diego, and we have a rally tomorrow down in Chula Vista at the Valero Gas Station. Details are on our website, TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Come down, join me. Carl DeMaro is going to be doing a show there. I'm going to be doing my show from 6 to 7 down there. It's going to be tons of people, super fun, a $1.99 gallon gas. Al Arias may go down there just just to get the cheap (laughs) gas. He may drive his Porsche down there. My, my, I'm ready for a dollar ninety nine. You ready for a dollar, especially since you're driving a Porsche, baby. Stay tuned. We're going to hear from the man Al Aries when we come back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Don't you wish you could choose your own monthly mortgage payments? If you're 62 years or older and have sufficient equity or own your home free and clear, a reverse mortgage loan may be the most powerful tool for your financial planning. With your current mortgage, in case of any emergencies or business opportunities, you may not be in the best financial position to make a move. With a reverse mortgage, eliminate your mortgage payments and receive cash or a large line of credit. With a bigger down payment, you can even purchase a home with a reverse mortgage, which is much easier to qualify for since there are no mortgage payments. Sometimes you can even qualify with just your social security income. To learn more, visit our website at aramco.biz where you can ask questions, request more information, or sign up for our next workshop. Call Aramco at 866-600-1130. That's 866-600-1130 or visit aramco.biz. Aramco. Purchase, refinance, reverse. DRE 01853626 and MLS 27716. Not all borrowers qualify. Wow, ma'am, welcome to state-run gas. What could I do for you today? Fill her up, please. All right, how will you be paying? Cash, check, credit, bank loan, layaway? Layaway? Bank loan? Yeah, ever since the gas and car tax hikes, we've started offering alternative ways of payment. you got to be kidding me. Afraid not, ma'am. I'm happy to take your firstborn or an arm and a leg. Not in my California. 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 Hi, this is Andrea Kay, inviting you to join me at the Yes on 6 campaign rally Thursday. 
Wednesday, October 25th from 3 to 7 p.m. to learn why we need to repeal the car and gas tax. I'll be broadcasting the Andrea K. Show live with special guest Carl DeMaio from 6 to 7 p.m. So come join your fellow taxpayers for the gas tax repeal campaign at the Valero Gas Station located at 873 Palomar Street in Chula Vista, Thursday, October 25th. Come before the show and get gas for only $1.99 per gallon. Learn more at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Sponsored by the Gun Range San Diego. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Like it, sir. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Somebody asked uh, on Facebook Live, who is that in the studio with you? It, it's a man who evidently thinks he's my director. He's been, he was just trying to tell me to scoot yeah. up and move around. I don't know what he's trying to tell me, but he's... Well, I'm trying to get your face lit. Oh, well, I got... It, it, it's, it, I'm lit now. Isn't that what the kids call it? They call it lit. Tomorrow's show's going to be lit down at the rally. Isn't that what the kids say? Um, anyway, that is Al Arias. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the flesh. In the flesh. A um, lot of flesh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, not too much flesh. And you know what? I got to tell you, women like flesh. Okay, I don't like. I don't like no man who's got skin and bones on him. That ain't gonna ain't gonna get anybody anywhere. Um, all right. So, your thoughts on? Uh, did, did you have anything that you wanted to say about these these suspicious packages? I mean, you came in the studio and you're not. You're like, so what's happening today? Like, you've been so with your elbows to the accounting grindstone you didn't even know what was happening well i think i think the most significant remarks that are being made are what did the republicans or what did the conservatives have to gain mm-hmm. by um these faked attacks on uh, the clintons on uh obama and like that none of them are current they're they're not no. in the play no and in fact you know it's like Obama did a rally the other night. I posted side-by-side pictures of, of comparison. Trump is still drawing more people at his rallies after he's already won going into the midterms than he did even when he was a candidate in 2016, which is extraordinary. Obama did some sad little rally at UNLV. There's more people waiting in line to eat at Denny's down at the beach. And there's better places to eat at the beach than Denny's. There's Kono's. Trump's there, made but- himself a rock star for those. It's just a fact. Well, it is, and it's like, and 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 I get that. And somebody said today that the level of frustration. Uh, Don Jans was talking about uh, desperate times, calling for desperate measures. They are absolutely hysterical with desperation and desire to control. Well, the, and, the worry and, I the worry I have is let's wait till we get a result. I mean, it's right around the corner. Yeah, it does look way better, mm-hmm. but both sides keep saying uh, they're going to win. So the Democrats still remark mm-hmm. that there's going to be a blue wave. It doesn't feel like it. 
Well, no. I mean, it, you know, and well, the sad thing is, is you have Republicans putting out there this, the same establishment rhinos, part of the National Review group back, the Never Trumpers back in 2016, who went right along with their little white boards with the Democrats and Nate Silver saying that Trump only had a 2% chance of winning. You know, these are different times in this country. When you have a president who who tore down, and he is on the he is on the menu, he is on the ballot in two weeks from now, make no mistake about it, the, um, the Every American knows that he is extraordinary from a variety of different standpoints, one of which that he has done more in two years than most presidents accomplish in two terms. And he did it being an outsider. And they know that he is willing to do things that other people are not. And they know that they need a Congress the Republicans do, and his supporters know that he needs uh, that he needs the Republican Party in there, and that even if. Republicans get in there that we don't like, he's still going to be able to get something done. He's polling at 47% with most of the people being uh, reticent to say that they're for Trump. Yes. He's, he's, popularity is probably greater than 50 percent yeah and a huge reason why you know I, lo- I love economics i love business and i love talking about numbers and all that i try to not get too deep into it because people's eyes glaze over but the reality is and like when i have you come in and talk business and talk taxes and stuff i try to keep it more surface level than going really deep because people tend to you know get bored with it however that's really how they vote then one of the main reasons why trump tore down that blue wall when he won was because he talked about economics he talked about redoing trade deals. He talked in ways about economics that people were able to understand without going too deep into the weeds, but they knew that this was a dude, or at least they were willing to take a chance that this was a dude who was going to turn things around economically in this country, and he has done it. Even people that don't understand the basics of economics are like, you know what? His tax plan got me a job. His 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 deregulation... His leak of the 10%, the coming 10% reduction, Mm -hmm. the middle class reduction is brilliant. Well, okay, I'm glad you said that because when I posted something about an October surprise, so some liberals came back to me on Twitter and were like, oh, no, Trump with his with his stupid false 10% middle class tax reduction, that was the false, the October surprise. Yeah, well, how work. false when he already did it once? What? <laughs> <laughs> we're right around the corner going to do it again. Yeah. So, and, you and know, that, where, where do we get that it's false? Where do we get that he's doing nothing? Where do we get, you know... It's just a, a denial. Everything is denial, 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 period. Yeah, and the reality is uh, I know that typically in midterms that the party in power loses seats and the party who's got the White House loses seats in the midterms. Well, you know what? Trump wasn't supposed to win all the states that he won going in 2016 either. This He's not a typical president. These are not typical times in America. And the, why – And it, so w- – it doesn't make sense. I get that the conventional wisdom is is that we're going to lose, but conventional wisdom no, the also house. The, house. the house. Well, that's what I'm talking about. But at the same time, you got to go, well, conventional wisdom also says that people have to have a reason to vote for some part. What would be the reason for anybody to vote Democrat when your lives are better economically? Hate Trump. I I can't imagine that there's anybody out there. How many people are out there right now that are going, "You know what? My life is better with Trump in office?" But I'm still going to hate him and vote against him. I mean, that doesn't make sense. It's probably 50%. Right. So hate Trump isn't going to work. No, it's not. It'll work on some people, a significant set. Yeah. But not enough. So right now, nobody's talking today about this invasion that's on its way here. And it is an invasion. 
I consider it I consider it no no less an act of war in my opinion than if they were wearing military uniforms and, and coming up on Abrams tanks. Uh, these uh, ten thousand people. They, but uh, but my, if we if we bring the military in, and there are deaths, any deaths, it's not going to be good. Well, I, you know, I I agree, but you know what? It's not going to be good either. We have got to stop allowing ourselves to be destroyed. It's kind of like if you've got a house on stilts down in in South Louisiana, and they they build them on stilts down there because of the floodwaters. I mean, eventually, or let's say here, you live coastal, you better tent your house on a regular basis because termites start to eat it away. I, and you know I what? The more we've got a porous open border, the more it's it's almost as though we're being our foundation is being rotted out from from within by invaders. And I hate to use that an analogy, but you know, do we vote on November seventh? No. What date is the vote? It's the sixth. The sixth. Yeah. So everything should be done to slow down the caravan so that it doesn't reach the border on or before November 6th. If they if they reach on the 7th and bad things happen, it won't make any difference. Right. Uh, so and that's one reason why they got them on the backs of flatbed trucks on 18 wheelers. I don't know if you've seen it hustling yeah, to the no, border I, so, I that, they can, so that they can hustle. And I'm glad you brought up about the military because that's a concern DJ Carrot Sticks had raised to me off off air. He was like, OK, let's say we get the military down there and somebody decides to, you know, kamikaze the situation and come across to do, you know, suicide by U.S. military for some bad optics. That's not necessarily a good play. Um, a good, it's not good I optics for us. I think the play is delay, delay, delay. Yeah, we're and, that close. Well, and we're trying it. Somebody had said that there there is a possibility that the U.S. military could actually go across the border and be in Mexico and actually stop them from breaching, and then by stopping them... Or slow them, them down. So, yeah, and by doing that, it takes away uh, that possibility of, of that situation happening. But, but how come the Mexicans say there are 14,000 in the caravan and... Uh, the U.S. media says there's 7,000. Um, fake news. For the same reason the U.S. media is trying to tell us that it that there's no way that there's MS-13 and that there's no way that there's ISIS soldiers. You know, we have no idea who how many people are in. If there's if you if you've got 7,000 people and only 50 of them are ISIS fighters, you're not going to know that they are. And how many took down the Twin Towers on September 11th? 19. It does not take many in a crowd of 7,000 to cost us thousands of lives and have a major impact on our economy and anybody who supports you know uh helping them in any way is off their rocker and seeks the destruction of this country and we cannot allow that to happen and we must be willing to do whatever it takes to secure our border regardless of optics well, Part, let me just say this and i have to we're go not to, willing we're not willing to well, do whatever it takes. well and you, that's the problem because as long as we are as long as we are going to be kowtowed and have the united states government bullied into submission by illegals who were trying to storm our border, then you know, uh, then we our country is going to be lost inch by inch. I've got to we'll take a break. We'll be more willing after November sixth. Well, you know that's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. Got to take a break because I'm up against it. We come back. Uh, we're going to talk housing here in San Diego, which is a huge election going in, a huge issue going into the midterms. Julie Mills will be here. I'm curious as to what you guys think about our strategy. Maybe just go down and throw some spike strips in front of those 18-wheelers. <laughs> That's what the police department Works do. For me. That's what we do when we got we got a high-speed chase, man. We got to slow it down. <laughs> slow the mo. We got to slow <laughs> the roll. All right, more Andrew K. Show coming up.
Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. This is Larry Elder for Salem Radio Network. Over the course of the last weeks in the run-up to Election Day, we've seen a spike in what can really only be called mob-like behavior and outright pleas for incivility from people like Hillary Clinton. You cannot be civil with a political party that wants to destroy what you stand for, what you care about. Or even our former Attorney General Eric Holder. When they go low, we kick them. And of course, the backdrop for all of this is protest. The behavior, in Hillary's own words, uncivil. It's also alarming. President Trump may make us uncomfortable at times, but look at what GOP majorities have accomplished. Tax breaks, easing burden of regulation, trade deals, Supreme Court appointments, record low unemployment, and I could go on. Don't let the noise of protesting mobs discourage you from voting this cycle. I'm Larry Elder. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. I guess that sound can only mean that Halloween is right around the corner. And while Charlie is out looking for this year's costume, the boys have some spooktacular savings on all your favorite cigars and pipe tobacco. And if you need any accessories, Liberty Tobacco is the place to get those too. There have been some great turnouts to watch the college and pro football games in store on game days. So next time you finish the yard work early, swing by one of Liberty Tobacco's two locations and pick up your favorite stick or ask for a recommendation. The whole team at Liberty Tobacco can help you make the right choice choice. Then stick around and watch the games on one of Liberty Tobacco's big screen TVs. Remember, Liberty Tobacco has been around since 1975 and has two convenient locations. They're at 7341 Claremont Mesa Boulevard next to Ethan Allen Furniture and in the Flower Hill Mall off of Via Della Valle in Del Mar. Stop by and pick up a couple of sticks for this weekend and tell your significant other that Andrea said it was okay. <laughs> In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends, and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people. So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family. For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order and one-year interest-free financing. California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K. bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. It is Wednesday night. It is hump day. Don't forget, y'all need to hump down to Chula Vista tomorrow at the Valero Gas Station. $1.99 gas. We got the rally. Yes, on Prop 6, repeal the gas tax. Forget what it says in the voter guide. 
Proposition 6 is to repeal the gas tax. It's not just an $800 expense on California families and San Diego families right now. It's going to get worse. It's going to eventually get to $6 a gallon. So we must repeal the gas tax. Thank you to Carl DeMaio for that effort to make that happen. Uh, That's one of the gas tax is one of the many issues um, outside the congressional races and governor race that is on the minds of Californians and San Diegans as they go to the polls. Housing is a huge issue. It has gotten incredibly even more uh, unaffordable to buy a home here, as well as the, the fact that rental rates have gone up as well. So some people have started noticing a shift, though. There was a story at the top of Drudge tonight that said home sales were down to the, to the lowest in two years, that sales had dropped and prices have dropped. So I had to have my girl Julie Mills Brennan on tonight to give us the scoop, what's happening in San Diego, what's going on with the rental market, what's happening with mortgage rates. So I got her on the line with me now. Hey, Julie Mills Brennan, thanks for being on the show. Of course. Thanks for having me. All right. So what's going on, girl? I know the last time I had you on, um, things had slowed a little bit, but prices had not really dropped, not to the level uh, nationally that CNBC is talking about tonight. What's happening? Well, you know, the market has dipped, I would say, probably in the last six months, quite a bit, actually. I mean, it's significant. Most people are noticing that, you know, properties that typically would go on the market and sell very quickly are sitting. And we're all, what's going on? You know, why is it sitting Mm -hmm. there? And it's because the market's changing. And I I, I mean, I think it's because of the interest rates have gone up a little bit, of course, which we'll talk about next. But I, I mean, I think that it got so high that now all of a sudden it's like, I think people are just saying, you know what? Enough is enough. I mean, it's, just, it's yeah. too much. So then it, it sounds, rent. yeah, because so basically it sounds like what you're saying is, is which makes sense is that they can, the housing prices can only go up so high. It, then it gets to a point to where people like, forget it. I'm not going to pay $800,000 to live in a two bedroom, one bath Absolutely. condo somewhere. I might as well rent and wait for, wait for things to change or, or wait and move Absolutely. somewhere else. That's but yeah, I mean, I'm hearing a lot of people say, "Hey, look, you know, we're going to wait. We're we're not going to do this now. We're we're going to wait for the market to drop. This is stupid." And uh, you know, and, and part of me understands, and I say, you know, I mean, I wish we had a crystal ball and we could say, I mean, I know it's going down. I just don't know how far it's going down. You know, right. that, that remains. Well, yeah, I was wondering before you came on if the strategy should be for people. If was it still high enough at this point? And it depends on what the value of your home is and whether you're in a jumbo situation or what your deal is and whether or not the strategy should be to go ahead and sell now while it's still, you know, if not maybe at the top, it's still still close to it, mortgage rates are still fairly low, and then sit on your money for a while or if you should just write it out. What would you what would you suggest to somebody? I have a lot of people that have that that mindset and I I actually can't argue with it. I mean, because I don't know either. I mean, so I when I when people say, hey, you know, Let's sell and sit. I, I, I think, you know what? Hey, that, that could yeah. be a great gamble. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't ever try to talk them out of it. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, I think that would be my play at this point. If I, I would either, it depends on how close I was to retirement or whether or not I, I, I was just going to write it out, what ages my kids were, and whether or not I was going to stay in San Diego long term or what my deal was. Um, but, you know, depending right, on your circumstances. True. That's true. Yeah. But the, the other thing you need to look at, though, is like, if we're going to gamble that the mortgage interest rates are going to go up, then you could be waiting for the market to go down, and the correction could not be enough to make the difference between the next mortgage hike. That's a good point. What's well, yeah? Where's the break even? Is yeah. there any is there any um, 
emphasis in real estate to get the president to reinstate incentives for home ownership, like the mortgage situation, which is negative for Californians, and the uh, property tax limitation. It's, it's really, it seems to me like that's significant impediment. Oh, it absolutely is. You're, you're absolutely right. I mean, the only thing that I'm aware of, and there's no, no situation with, uh, with any um, property tax stuff, except for if you're doing, um, if you're over, if you're doing top 60 or 90 and you're over, um, I think it's 65, no, 55, you can get, um, you can, you can uh, get the, or keep, keep your same tax base as what you had when mm-hmm. you first bought the place. Mm-hmm. You can transfer to it to, uh, um, to the next property if it's a reciprocated county. But to answer your question, I, the only thing I'm seeing incentives that way is for down payment assist programs. Gotcha. But I think lobbying the president, especially when he's talking about reducing taxes, how about increasing incentives for home ownership? Um, well, actually, and, and that I, would I, be I, a reduction of tax. Well, actually, let me step in there. I've got an article I want to d- direct everybody to in the Atlantic because we actually have a congressional candidate here, Omar Kudrat, who actually put a very detailed tax plan in place, uh, working with Congress to make that happen. Because again, that would be a legislative uh, effort, and it was it was Congress who came up with these few states that were actually going to not be able to deduct uh, the salt. So there are some that is that is something that that they're considering. It's a biggie. It's a it's a biggie, and that's something that I think that. The president uh, and Congress will take a take a look at. I absolutely do because I think that they know that that's that's been an issue for a couple people. Hey, Julie, how can uh, people get a hold of you? Six one nine 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 two seven one one three. You can text, call, whatever, and um, I'll be available. All right, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And whether you're selling or you're buying, listen, Julie has ridden out every up and down for 30 years in this market, and she knows all the ways to get into a home. She knows all the ins and outs. So, you know, if you are thinking of buying or selling, you really need to contact Julie, whatever part of San Diego you live in. Thanks for being here, doll. Okay, well, all right. We had we had to call her holding and wanted to chime in on the housing market. Um, we only got a couple minutes left. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, Got to remind everybody one last time, come down to Chula Vista tomorrow. We've got the rally, yes, on six. And um, that's repeal the gas tax. The left is trying to say that it has to do with a denying uh, that it's about, I can't remember uh, how they're phrasing it, but they're lying. They're telling you that, that it's not repeal the gas tax, that it's, that it's re, uh, stop repairing our roads, which is absolutely not true. Because, you know, the left cannot sell their agenda with honesty and with facts and with truth. They've got to lie to you. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Uh, it's not repeal the gas tax. It's, oh, you're not going to be able to pave our roads. They're getting billions of dollars in this state every year, Al, with the current gas taxes that we have, and they're still not building our roads. The money's going into a general fund, and they're pinching it for dopey ideas like the bullet train. Oh, how about $300 billion? Yeah. <laughs> it's a staggering figure. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And yeah. When we do build roads. We are out of out of all the 50 states. We're the seventh highest as far as what it costs us to build one mile of road compared yeah. to other states. Exactly. And let me tell everybody, if you're in Florida right now and you're even considering voting for that Gillum dude who, oh, by the way, was busted in some sting that would, that accepted free tickets to go to, to you know, um, 
whatever that Broadway play was, the one where they tried to humiliate uh, Vice President Pence. Um, I can't remember. Hamilton. Uh, if you're even thinking about voting for that dude, I mean, wake up and, and smell the stench coming out of California because he is going to do there what has been done to destroy California here. That you know, this he's wanting to do the same policies that have left California in a human waste covered, hypodermic needle uh, covered state full of hobo jungle, and people can't afford to buy homes here. And it's not just about supply and demand. The economic situation here in California, Trump, see, Trump can only do so much in terms of tax policies because we also are killed in California with all the the state and local taxes and the state and local economic regulations. regulations. uh, Yeah, regulations Regulations here. Regulations are a killer. So let me tell you, if you're not sure... Where to, who to vote for, and what all the propositions are. First of all, come to our Yes on 6 rally tomorrow in Chula Vista. $1.99 gas. The information's on our website, theanswersanadio.com. Come down there, hang out. We'll have some fun. But also, go to the Republican Party has their voter guide at San Diego Republican Party.org, and you can get their voter guide and take it with you to the polls. Love you all. Thank you for being here. Thanks to my callers. Thank you to my guest. Thank you, Al. And slow to roll. My pleasure. <laughs> that was fun.